Hello, this is your friend and host Shruti and you're tuned into my channel Choose to Change. I'm someone who's in pursuit of understanding life, understanding self and everything that lies within. And for that, I'm ready to be intrigued, ready to shift my perspective, ready to question all the must, the shoulds and all the have to be's that for so long have defined us. And now I'm ready to make a choice. Well, if you find yourself on a journey similar to mine, come join me, walk with me and maybe together we can learn, grow and help each other. Hello again and this time around I'm reading yet another book. It is called My Voice Will Go With You. The Teaching Tales of Milton H. Erickson by Sidney Rosen. This book is full of stories, tales, but yes, mostly directed towards the audience who's wanting to get more insights into the hypnotherapic space. But don't already make an opinion, please. It is equally relevant to all of us. Just hear me out and you will understand why I say what I say. So through these stories, the book emphasizes on the essence of simplicity and the magic of words. Simple conversations, simple choice of words, simple thinking, but keen observations, patient hearing and crafty placement of the words can do wonders only if we choose to. And by the way, did you know that all that we speak Essentially, the conversations that we make, in there, only 7% of our attention is directed towards the words that are used to deliver the message, while 38% of this attention is focused towards the tone, the modulation that is built in, basically how the message is delivered. While a whooping 55 is all about the body language, the gestures, hand and eye movement, implying that the meaning that is assigned to what is being said is towards the 93% of this nonverbal communication. I do appreciate we do it all unconsciously, it is kind of scripted in us, but do consider for a moment, if we were more conscious, more aware, would we not know what one means versus what they say? Well, have I intrigued you enough? Enough maybe to dig deeper into the means and mediums that we have around us, to use them with a little more awareness, to be a little more observant and conscious, so that we have more effective connections, more meaningful interactions, and we achieve the desired outcomes which we so want. So if you're with me still, let me continue. This book introduced me to many interesting concepts and one such is referred to as a double bind. I kind of had an aha moment when I actually read in depth about this concept. It seemed I had been using it for quite some time, just that I did not know that it had a name. If you perform a quick Google search, the first definition that gets listed and defines double bind as a dilemma in communication in which an individual or group receives two or more conflicting messages with one negating the other. A little specific search in the psychotherapic space will define it as questions or suggestions that give another a free choice among two or more comparable alternatives, all paths leading to one intended outcome. 
and do note that this is mostly used for bringing positive outcomes only if structured properly. So did I confuse you already? Don't worry, allow me to explain this further through some real life examples and hopefully you'll understand what I mean. Let me start with an example for the dictionary meaning where a group is receiving two or more conflicting messages with one negating the other. And consider the setting of an online school session. So the kids are revising a chapter on bone joints and the teacher is encouraging them to ask questions. She unmutes one and the question this kid had was indeed interesting. So I found myself waiting on the answer. But it was her response that troubled me. Because when she spoke, her tone was strict, her words were laced with annoyance. And she said something like, Kids, do not ask such questions. Ask those from the book and relevant for the exam. I do appreciate I might not sound just as strict or even similar, but I do hope you get the essence. And by the way, did I mention that while the question was indeed interesting on the topic, but unfortunately not from the book. And now stepping out of this, may I request, what do you think just happened? Would you like to apply the double bind principle here and then analyze? And for everyone's benefit, and if it's absolutely all right, may I share my own understanding? So wittingly or unwittingly, the teacher passed conflicting messages to these kids. If you remember, it was the teacher herself who had encouraged the kids to ask questions, though she never specified which kinds. And when they did, they were reprimanded for asking. What do you think this would have done to their young minds? Well, true to its definition, it did cause them confusion dilemma, doubts, and fear. How do I know? Well, my niece, she did not want her to be encouraged any further for asking any questions to any of the teachers. Well, a perfect example of how not to use the double bind and why we must be more mindful of the words we choose. So let's move on and look at the ones which can have more positive impact. The double binds, where the suggestions lead to the intended outcome. What I'm going to share now, I'm sure most of the moms and dads out there can relate to this one. When it comes to the kids room and cleaning, it's quite a combination. Consider this. After the day's work, I step into my kiddo's room and I find the room all messy and he himself spread across his bed, lost into his favorite book. He loves his book time and I know it. Yes, and I'm all smiling because I also know how to get him moving. So I have two options. One is to shout and get the task done, my default option, but then it leaves my sour feelings behind. So instead, I have come up with a new one. What I do these days is I start with a small talk, something sounding like, Hey kiddo, so what are you reading? Without looking up, he absentmindedly answers something to me. Irrespective, I continue talking mostly by myself and I keep receiving his occasional hmms and yes. Not minding him, I continue up until the point I see him really getting annoyed and frustrated with my presence and my continuous monologue. And at that point, I seize the opportunity and I very politely tell him, you know what kiddo, you can continue reading your book in peace if you clean your room right now. And what's better, I might as well come in and help you. And you will be done in no time and you will be back with your book in a blink. 
And yes, it does work. This was also an example of a double bind. If you replay that last sentence and dissect, you will notice I actually made him two offers. The first one I worded and explicitly relayed the benefits of cleaning the room now versus the second option which I purposefully did not word. I rather left it to him for him to deduce and put meaning around what happens if he does not. The double binds are powerful, but they need to be used creatively and with awareness. They can definitely help get the outcomes that we would like or at least help us make progress in that direction. Remember, they are like any other conversations. Much will depend upon the tone, the words and the intent with which they are delivered. You know, I have this urge to share yet another one, but I will not do so. Instead, I choose to leave you with something for you to consider. Consider these examples. Do you know what a salesman, a woman, a good one that is, they do to us? Why are they able to get through us into buying something which we never originally intended to? Why is it sometimes we get confused standing in front of a TV showroom when we thought very clearly that we knew what we wanted? Why is it sometimes that we find ourselves getting influenced by somebody else when we thought our own thoughts, our own views were pretty clear? Well, this is exactly where the principles of double bind can fit in. Remember, the double binds are a means to influence. The receiver feels they have a choice, which they do. But irrespective of what they choose, it all leads to one defined outcome. The outcome determined by the intender, likely the conversation starter. And if you happen to create them, please do share. But please also remember to use them wisely, to help someone to be the positive influence in their life. Because you're always just a choice away to make that difference, to be that difference. So, did you find this interesting enough? I do hope so. Want to know more? Please go ahead, like, follow, comment and connect with me on the channels and platforms that seem meaningful to you. The details are on the episode description. Let's get connected and weave more such interesting conversations together. I wish you very well up until the next time. You have a very good day. Stay safe and more importantly so, stay sane.